Bruh. Bruh. Have y'all seen this line? Jeff Wilson, 13 and a half receiving yards against the Houston Texans as 14-point favorites with Raheem Mostert out. Are we serious right now? Are we serious? 14-point favorites. The Dolphins are going to dominate this game. The only reason that this line wouldn't hit, the only reason this line doesn't hit is if Jeff Wilson has 27 carries for 196 yards. Only reason. Because he keeps breaking away big run plays and they don't have the opportunity to throw the fucking ball. Otherwise, this is the most locked-in thing I've seen all year. All right, so go to Prize Picks. Go download the Prize Picks app. It's the first link in the description. First link down there. It'll take you to the app. It'll take you to the app store. And if you use code BDGE, if you're a first-time depositor, $10 all the way up to $100, they're going to double whatever you put down. So you throw down $100, you're going to have $200 on your account to play with. Make this your first square. It's the easiest square I've ever seen. It's unbelievable. But welcome. Welcome to Q and Assault Saturday of Week 12, where I get assaulted with any questions you may have about your teams, trades, waiver wire, sit starts, life, liberty, pursuit of trapping, whatever, whatever. This is a Thanksgiving weekend. So you know we're in the office fucking working on a Saturday. This is what we, this is what we do. If you want to be in the next Q and Assault, go become a Big Dog member. BDGE.co. Oh. How we doing? I hope everybody's Thanksgiving's went well. What's up? What's up, Dill? Damn, they, they really didn't let you put that margarita through. They don't want to see your emojis come through. What up, Niner? How we doing, y'all? We got any questions? Is my mic working? Is my audio on? What's happening right now? Y'all just came to chill, say what's up. Thanksgiving weekend. Let's see. I didn't go out on, on Thanksgiving Eve because I'm too fucking old for that. I didn't even go home. I went home on Thanksgiving Day. I took the train in at like 2. Got to my cousin's at 2.30. I was out of there fucking ASAP. ASAP Rocky came bite. I didn't really celebrate Thanksgiving break whatsoever. I feel like it's low-key the most ratchet holiday weekend of the year. It's it's downplayed. It's downplayed about how ratchet people get. I did not participate. I'm poised for greatness right now. That's why. How we doing, everybody? All right. All right, Jamie Jenks. Latavius Murray or Sanders? I'm going to assume we're not talking about Emmanuel Sanders. Um, I like Miles Sanders here. I have Latavius Murray. Far down do I have him? Uh, I have him as RB24. It is a really good matchup against the Carolina Panthers. Uh, Miles Sanders, I have at RB21. So, you know, he's kind of, he's been a little bit hit, hit and miss, just depending on whether or not he gets into the end zone because he's not super involved in the passing game, right? He's had – wow, this is actually crazy. He's had two receptions total over the last five games. So realistically, he's been he's been a little bit boom bust on the year, right? He's had his big games, 17 and a half, 28.6, 13.7, 13.8, but he's also had a handful of 5.3, 5.4, 7.4, 4.3. Um now they get the Green Bay Packers. 
I don't want to say it's going to be a good game, but it might be a little bit better than we expect, right? There's six and a half point favorites at home, which means on a neutral field, it's not that much of a uh, of a gimme here for the Eagles. Let's look up some some premio numbers for the Packers. Their run D overall. Packers run D is, eh, they're ranked twentieth amongst the league. They're, they're like a slow-paced team. I could see this having a lot of running attempts in this game. I could see this being just like a back-and-forth, eat-up clock, chew it up. Packers are currently allowing the eighth-most fantasy points to running backs. Yeah, I'd, I'd give it a slight edge to Miles Sanders because I'd like him better as a player. Flex, half PPR, Pachecho, Deontay Foreman, or Pittman. So we need one of these guys. My rankings are live, by the way, on that same site, right? If you want to get into Q and Assault, bdg.co. If you want my weekly rankings, bdg.co. If you want porn, bdg.co. We got it all. Potato I got as the RB25. I still think I'd like to see a little bit more involvement in the air. I think this is still a tough matchup. The Rams team is a shit show, obviously, but I think their run defense is still primo with Aaron Donald there. Um, I do have Pacheco over Foreman. Slightly, I have Foreman the RB twenty eight against Denver, tough defense, and I have Pittman. Ooh, this is a tough one for you. So I have Pittman overall flex ranking forty six, taking on Pittsburgh. Their defense has obviously turned it up since Watt has returned, but Pittman gets a really high target share with Matt Ryan under center. Um, I have Pittman flex forty six. I have Pacheco flex forty seven. So they are literally one ranking apart from each other, half PPR understand if you wanted to go Pacheco here because they are literally 15-point favorites. They should dominate the game script. They should dominate the ground game. He should get a lot of carries. I'm just a little bit worried about whether or not he gets any passing work, worried whether or not he gets uh, has any efficiency against the Rams' run defense. So according to my rankings, we do have Pittman one spot higher, but anytime the rankings are that close, it's kind of just like a tier. It's kind of a coin flip there. Full PPR, start two, Michael Pittman, Samaji P. Ryan, Rashad White. Well, we're for sure starting Rashad White, assuming Leonard Fournette is out. He is – Cleveland's one of the worst run defenses in the NFL. Rashad White should get as much work as he could possibly handle, which means probably a lot of dump-offs because just, you know, the Tampa running backs get dumped off like they're a garbage fucking truck. Week by week by week, that is their run game. Their run game is dump-offs their running back. So Rashad White, for sure for me, I'm going to be honest – like, I like Samaji P. Ryan this week. He's an obvious, like, good play because Joe Mixon is out. Feels a little bit like a trap play. Feels a little bit like a trap play because Tennessee's run defense is super, super good. They're top three in the NFL. Um, they allow very few points to fantasy running backs, third fewest in the NFL. Um, he might get there by volume. He might get there by, like, a lucky touchdown score. So if you want to go safety, I'd go P. Ryan. If you are shooting for upside – I mean, Pittman doesn't really have that much upside, I guess. I think he's got a little bit more upside than P. Ryan this week in full PPR. Um, so I guess it, it kind of depends on what your matchup is looking for. Rashad White, for sure, the one there, though. And then um, I'm, I'm a running back guy, I guess. So I, I typically tend to lean on the safety valve. I typically tend to lean on do like Samaji P. Ryan here because you know he's going to have the full workload. And it's a good offense overall. So I guess I would lean the two running backs. Choose till two full PPR Higgins, Lockett, Keenan Allen, Chase. Um, is Chase really going to play this week? Let's see if we have any updates on that.
Chase is out versus the Titans. Just saw a report. So he's out. So you're looking at Higgins, Lockett, Keenan Allen. For me, that's pretty easy. For me, it's Keenan Allen and Higgins. Um, I know Lockett's been great too, but I feel really confident in Keenan Allen as the number one there now coming off of last week. Good matchup against Arizona. Three full practices in a row. He seems to be completely over his injury. So love Keenan Allen with Herbert. And then Higgins is obviously a must play with Chase out. So it's not like I don't like Tyler Lockett. If you can get him into your flex, obviously you want to do that because it's a good matchup um, against the Raiders secondary. And he's just been super fucking good. But I would go Higgins and, and Allen there. DJ Moore or Drake London? Ew. Um, probably have Moore ranked a little bit higher. Let's see. Have him. I have Moore as wide receiver 35. I have London as – I need to update London a little bit. Wide receiver 49 at Washington. Washington's defense has been – surprisingly much better. Um, DJ Moore is going against Denver, which is a tough pass defense. And obviously the quarterback situation is a shit show there. <clears throat> you know what? With Kyle Pitts out, I might, I'm, I, I, I got to take another look at my rankings, but off the top of my head, when I'm looking at it right now, I think I might actually lean London there. Jay Millie, 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 Millie. Best Thanksgiving food. Um, I mean, for sure stuffing, for sure stuffing. We had two separate types of stuffing at my cousin's house. We had like the normal, you know, her herbs and spices kind of stuffing. But then we had an apple sausage, an apple sausage stuffing. It was wonderful. Honestly, it didn't taste the difference. They were, I just kept, you know, it's like, you know, you shouldn't take like three servings of stuffings, but I took four because it was realistically only taking two, but of each. Um, so I fuck with stuff, sweet potato, like sweet potatoes. You got marshmallows on the top fire elite mac and cheese. Obviously your mac and cheese has to have some sort of identifier has, has to have some sort of diversity to it. In my opinion, if it needs to stand out, like it has to be really well crusted on the top or a random ingredient in there, like cut up chicken, like shredded chicken or even like lobster. I know no one's out here fucking making lobster on Thanksgiving, but if it wants to get into the elite of the elite, like it's definitely a staple for sure. But if it wants to top stuffing, it's, you know, you got to be more than just a role player. You got to be able to play all five positions. Do we like Mike White? Do you like Mike White? I like Michael Carter now that Mike White's in because he's a dump off God, him and Joe Flacco. Uh, but I'm not really like trying to start Mike White anywhere. As a Jets fans, I'll take almost anyone over Wilson. Yeah, that's a fact. You got Taysom Hill ranked seventh in your tight end rankings. Your thoughts being on him being high on him. Yeah, so Taysom Hill is coming off a week in which I believe he had nine rush attempts, ten rush attempts for around 50 yards. 50 yards? Name that movie. Um, and then they came out and said, like, we have been underutilizing him. So I feel like we're going to see – let me pull up the game. The problem is – where I normally go for my game logs is not have quarterbacks receiving rushing all in one. Yeah, one catch, one target, eight yards, nine for 52 on the ground. So I really wouldn't be surprised if we saw another game in which he saw like 10 more carries, one or two of them on the goal line. Um, so I think he's probably a better option because they came out and said that they want to utilize him more or they've been underutilizing him. So I think we're going to see consistency in terms of like what he's 
what he showed us last week. And I think that's probably going to be close, closer to the norm than what we saw for like that middle chunk of the season. So, and honestly, we're at the point of the season where like a lot of the dudes behind him felt like good option for a while, but don't really feel that way anymore. I have Higby right behind him, but Higby's not with Stafford right now. Dawson Knox has been wildly hit or miss Gerald Everett. I think you can make the case, but he's been banged up, missed a lot of time. Like, I don't know if he's hundred percent. Plus they got Keenan Allen back now. Foster Moreau has been hit or miss. Great. Like every, basically everyone's in the same tier. So I kind of just like Taysom. I feel like I know that he's going to get a good workload. What you know? What else we got? What else we got? Pierce or Pacheco, half PPR. I have uh, Pierce ranked higher. I just um, I just think Pierce is such a good player that, yes, he has his down weeks and he has bad weeks, but like I don't want to miss on the big weeks. So I have Pierce at running back 14. I have Pacheco. I'm a little bit lower on Pacheco than um, probably the – where the fuck do I have Pacheco? That's probably too low. I think I need to move him up. Actually, yeah, looking at the rankings, I got Pacheco all the way down at running back 25. Because of the matchup and because of his lack his lack of involvement in the passing game, but I'm looking at the guys that I have above him. It's like starting at uh, RB13. It's like Jeff Wilson against Houston, Damian Pierce, RB14, Rashad White with Fournette probably out, RB15. That might be way too low. Kamara at 16, James Conner who's getting full workload against a shitty Chargers run defense. David Montgomery without Khalil Herbert at 18, Najee Harris who's been great. And without Jalen Warren, Samaji Piran without Mixon, Miles Sanders, Ramondre Stevenson, Devin Singletary, Latavius Murray, obviously without Melvin Gordon and that entire backfield is shot against Carolina. So it's like I'm not finding a ton of wiggle room where I can be putting Isaiah Pacheco. Crazy coming off a big game, but that's kind of the way I'm looking at it, you know. Higby or Dolchich? Uh, I will go Higby there, even though he's with the shit quarterback. Um, Dolchich is also with a shit quarterback. And Higby's not competing with Cooper Cup for targets anymore, so it's kind of just like his um, his target tree to have. And they're going to throw the ball a ton. Kansas City's 15-point favorites. Like, they might throw the ball 45 times. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply in this game you know and Higby's had eight targets eight targets the last two games so he is like you know it doesn't have a ton of upside hasn't gone over 73 receiving yards this year despite seeing double digit targets a fucking handful of times but I would take him over Dolchich you're 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 
Jeez. Georgia's only up 10-7 right now. They were 35 and a half point favorites. <laughs> yep, even without Matt Stafford. Even without Maddie Staffs. Oh, man. Some of the plants in this place. Are, this is a, an elite fucking plant. I got I to gotta know the name of this. Hold on. If you guys are looking for a house plant, you got room by a window for this thing to grow. The Monstera Delici Deliciosa. Deliciosa, yeah. Monstera Deliciosa is elite. That thing went from like a little thing to a massive plant with just watering like every five days and a bunch of sunlight. It's beautiful. I'm actually going to take a picture. I could put it up for you. If you're looking for a house plant besides the snake plant because that shit can just sit in the back without sunlight and just chill and look good all the time. If you got some room by a damn window. My fingers are so quick. I'm going to take a picture with my phone, and this is about to be on the live stream in about five seconds. Boy, I'm fast as fuck, boy. I can't get that TikTok sound out of my head. Boy, I'm fast as fuck, boy. Yeah, while you're chilling, waiting for me, go hit that Jeff Wilson line. Never forget. Never surrender. Look at it. This is This is my view when I'm talking to you guys. This is what it looks like. I'm just staring at a camera, a plant, and a stupid fucking mirror of sunglasses. But look at that thing. I mean, come on now. That thing is beautiful. All right. What else we got? It's the only dad I'm finna be. It's about all the responsibility I can handle in this life. What else? Any other questions? Any you got any any cues for me? I know you wanted uh you wanted some help. Yeah, we got the fucking bash regular season championship right now. This week, week twelve, and then the bash starts week thirteen. Playing for 0.25 ETH right now, which is what does that even equate to? What's the price of ETH? Like thirteen hundred? Twelve hundred right now. So a quarter of that. I mean, you're playing for about three hundred, four hundred dollars. It's kind of fucking awesome. Boy, I'm fast as fuck, boy. Field starts. Do I play him or is it too risky with his shoulder? That's a great question. Um, I'm a little bit nervous about Fields' shoulder. Let me see if we got any close updates. I'm hesitant to answer this for you because I think last time, 10 minutes ago, the Bears are elevating quarterback Nathan Peterman to the active roster today. They haven't ruled out Justin Fields and could keep him in play until game time, but it's certainly feeling like Trevor Simeon could be the quarterback against the Jets tomorrow. Um, so actions look like they're leading towards Fields sitting. Could just be precautionary. 
will be game time. That being said, I think it's very clear he's less than 100%, which will probably take away from his running, which is why you start Justin Fields to begin with. But I remember at the Penn State tailgate, you asked me Justin Fields versus Josh Allen. Flip side, Josh Allen was hurt. And I was like, if Josh Allen plays, you play him. And I think that was the week that fucking Justin Fields went for about 100 bajillion fantasy points. I pray to God that you did not start Josh Allen over him because of me. Um, So, yeah, I, I would definitely be hesitant. But right now it's looking like you probably won't have to make that decision. Nice prize picks line, DPJ, three receptions, smash the over. Yeah, let me check that out. He's one of those dudes that we're all just waiting for, a, like, a fall off. We're all waiting for just that shit line to be like, we knew what he was. We knew what he was. Three recepts for Tampa Bay. Um, yeah, I mean, he's nailed that in, like, fucking eight straight games. That is that is a nice line. I think, I think what their thought process here probably is, is one, David Njoku's back. Two, Tampa Bay's defense has been fucking incredible and they're coming off a bye now so they're going to be about as healthy as they've been all year and um and then that's when like tom brady teams thrive second half of the year coming off the bye this is when they'll have their shit together so i could see them thinking it's going to be an elite tampa bay performance on the defensive side but yeah dpj three receptions feels extremely fucking low because he hasn't even hasn't even tied that and when's the last time he even Went three or below. Yeah, we have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven straight games of four or more receptions. And three would wouldn't even lose you the bet. It would just tie that shit. So I really like that. Good looking out there, James. Love to see it. League Championship Eve, baby. Let's fucking go. Goddamn right. I love how it's set up. I love that week 12 is championship week. Like normally you just got to wait till week 17. So these last five weeks feel like it's like the dog days of summer, the dog days of winter, the dog days of fantasy, but no moss, baby. Will there be a video about playoff targets would help us out a lot. Uh, is the trade deadline? I feel like the trade deadline is passed in most leagues or is it coming up in this upcoming week? Because I could, I could try to shoot something out. I got to see what I can do because Monday's the recap video. Tuesday's waiver wire. I could put it out Wednesday, but I feel like Wednesday's like Tuesday or Thursday is usually or Tuesday. I don't fucking know. It's usually the, the trade deadline. When are trade deadlines in most people's leagues? So I can definitely look into some sketches, some sketches. Boy, I'm fast as fuck, boy. Yeah, yeah. One league is today. Other leagues next Saturday. Still time left. All right. All right. I feel you. Oof. Benny Scrons, Kate Otten, or DeAndre Carter in the flex. Let me do a little, let me do a little deep dive into this one. I want to see what kind of usage DeAndre Carter got with Keenan Allen back. Because Keenan Allen's a full go. And the concern with Carter is that he's a smaller dude, 
So he's playing the slot almost exclusively when Keenan. Actually, I'm going to look up the entire Chargers receiving core and see where they were running their routes last week. Let's see. Boy, fast as fuck. All right. So with Keenan Allen back, we had. DeAndre Carter still ran 82% of the routes because Keenan Allen was only at 68%. So I expect Keenan's to jump up to that 85-90% route participation. Um, so that's still good. He's still the clear wide receiver three. I want to see where they lined up, though. So Keenan was 26 snaps in the slot, 18 slat, snap, snaps out wide. Let's see what Carter was looking like. Carter was... 34 snaps out wide, 17 in the slot, two from the backfield. So, all right, so he's still getting pretty good usage on the outside, even though Josh Palmer was, is like the, the dude getting the fucking targs out there. What did Carter end up with last? Three for 33? Four. Yeah, he's been, a, he's been like Adam Thielen pretty much in terms of not really having a ceiling. Kate Otten, I feel like, is kind of a um, – feels a little bit like a Hail Mary – Plus, Julio Jones looked really good in his first game bike last week. So I feel like Otten kind of goes to like the sixth option there behind Evans, Godwin, um, Julio, Rashad White now, I guess fifth option. But um, and then Ben Skoranek, man, I, I can't I don't think I can sign Ben Skoranek with. Um, who the fuck is even playing quarterback for the Rams right now? I don't even know what the fuck's going on in L.A. Um, yeah, Ben Skronik's last four games, one for four, two for 14, zero for zero, one for 10. So guaranteed seven for 95 and a touchdown probably. Yeah, he's been so bad over the last four weeks. So process of elimination. Um, I am actually going to go with DeAndre Carter there. Not not a fun process of elimination there, but feels like the right thing to do. It's a good matchup against the Cardinals, too. Your girl. Don't ever ask me about Ben Skronik again, by the way. Ever. Your your girl. Clorn or Kirk, 0.5 PPR. Uh, I don't. I probably don't need to look at my rankings to know that I have Terry ranked higher. Great matchup against Atlanta. He's been fucking red hot with Heineke under center, and um, I'm a little bit nervous about Kirk's matchup this week against Baltimore. Little bit nervous about his matchup this week against Baltimore. I mean, he's been red hot. I'd like to, you know, I'd like to have him in my lineup if possible, but I, I don't think, I don't think Terry is sittable at this point. In any fucking sense. Let's look at the matchup. Kirk, defensive grade, yeah. Uh, 
Kyle Hamilton as a safety has been fucking incredible. Marlon Humphrey's been really good. Yeah, the uh, Marcus Peters, actually like the worst of them, but still, you know, decent player. Just a tough matchup. Baltimore's defense has been getting better and better, especially on the pass side. So I go Terry there. Terry? Terry? Um, all my all my rankings will be updated on bdg.co for big dog members as things happen in real time. So it'll be updated all the way up until kickoff tomorrow. Skirt. I gotta stop doing ad libs. I don't even do them purposely anymore. They just come out of my mouth at this point. Damn, I'm fucking jealous. I wish I could be back at Penn State going to my tailgate right now. Hope you're, I thought we were going to get through the whole video without someone noticing my eye. It just fucking flared up overnight. Mm. I'm a dead person. All right. Uh, well, we're approaching the 30-minute mark. Looks like the questions are out of steam. I am out of steam. I've got so much work to do after this. Um, so I'm going to get back into things. If you have any other sit-star questions, drop them in the Discord, the BDG members only or the BDG3. But if you want in next week's Q&A Assault, y'all know what to do. Go to bgd.co, sign up to be a member, and make sure you fucking nail this Jeff Wilson 13.5 receiving yards line, square. Basically, you know, we had the point five for Justin Jefferson, free square. This is virtually the same shit. I love y'all. See you on Monday, and good luck tomorrow. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.